Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menino. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy April 1st, otherwise known as April Fool's Day. (laughs) Thank you for uh, tuning in on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are at right now. Uh, We are coming to you from this angle today. Thought it was my better angle. No, 
uh, for some reason, and Stephen could be pulling an April Fool's joke on me. My other camera isn't working, so we decided to go this way. But whatever. That's why we have multiple cameras. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. You know what? I'm going to start off with a gratitude practice today. I'm going to okay. shout out um, uh, gratefulness to my husband, Kevin Undergaro, for years ago, and I mean years ago, probably five years ago now or so, saying to hell with the garage and blowing it out and building a studio. And he said, this is your future. And I was like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> and so thank you, honey, for building me this beautiful studio. Uh, and I want to shout out Steven for his beautiful new intro that he and our other colleague, Jonathan did for better together. Applause, applause for Stephen. Um, it's pretty killer. Stephen, I realized last night when I was watching it, I go, Kevin, does this kid even know how talented he is? And he's like, no, I'm the one who has to tell him. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so that was amazing. And so anyhow, uh, here we are. It's April 1st and our quote of the day is peace is a daily, a weekly, a monthly process, gradually changing opinions Slowly eroding old barriers, quietly building new structures. And that is from JFK himself. Peace is a daily, a weekly, a monthly process, gradually changing opinions, slowly eroding old barriers, quietly building new structures. I like that. It's pretty good. It's pretty appropriate. Um, I will say the other thing I want to shout out is to anyone who donated uh, to our mask campaign with Bethany Frankel. If you recall, uh, I think it was almost two weeks ago. Um, well, it was a little over two weeks ago that I called Bethany because I started to see how, um, how this was going to go. And I started to see the need for N95 masks for healthcare workers. And I was getting very frustrated. And I remember being in my backyard and seeing an Instagram post where Bethany was creating these Corona kits and, um, she had all kinds of things in her Corona kits, like masks and hand sanitizer and all this stuff. So I called her up and I said, I, I need to know where you're getting these masks. I want to start a fundraiser to raise money and get masks for much needed healthcare prof- professionals. And she's like, well, I have some. And at that point, she kind of shifted from putting them in her Corona kits. And we decided we were going to do an episode dedicated to raising money for this and we did. And so I want to say thank you to anyone who donated um, that day. And uh, to Grant Verstandeg, my um, my friend and the founder of Rally Healthcare that I'm an ambassador for because he came up really big for her. I connected them and they, two of them just went off and just crushed it and got um, many, many many more masks. I don't know how many, so I don't want to say, but she's a gangster of epic proportions right now. She has, um, she has done so much for this country to help. And I think she deserves an award when this is over with, because she has gotten masks to people, to hospitals much faster than any government um, organization has. And so yesterday she confirmed to me that our deliveries for what we were working on together to UCLA, Cedars, and Children's Hospital were out. Um, We did get photos from Cedars-Sinai of um, nurses picking up the packages, which was really cool to see. And, um, and And she also sent surgical masks. 
And then we um, we identified some more hospitals that were in need, and so she's putting them on the list for future donations. And I'm going to think about other ways to to help them as well. But um, it felt really good last night to know that we did help in our small way to to get these masks. I think we sent it was five thousand and ninety five masks per hospital yesterday, which is pretty awesome. But she's gotten millions more out um, to New York, to Massachusetts, um, you know, and she's and she is daily fighting. I mean, we've been going back and forth like crazy people for two weeks on texts and, um, you know, helping her coordinate and do whatever I can to um, to, you know, get information and where things have to be shipped and stuff like that. But um, I think Bethany is uh, she's she's a get shit doneer for sure. <laughs> she's a roll your sleeves up and go in it and go at it. And I'm so grateful um, that we were able to do that and able to shift. It was funny because she said to me, she goes, you know, sometimes you have to shift, right? Like, and, and pivot really quickly. And so she went from creating the Corona kits to, oh shit, we got to pivot and get masks to, to healthcare professionals. And then while that was happening, and, you know, I was helping her with that. Then she pivoted into hazmat suits and all kinds of other things. And so I have um, no question that she's going to continue to pivot. And maybe she'll be building ventilators soon. I don't know. But uh, it sounds like GE, uh, General Motors and some of the car companies have that under control, I hope. Um, so, uh, yeah, so more gratitude. Wasn't thinking about doing any of this. This is just coming off the top of my head. But yes, Grateful for uh, all of you who helped and um, grateful for Bethany for what she's doing. And, um, you know, I think it's important to do whatever we can right now, whether it's even sending a dozen cookies to your, um, you know, local hospital or whatever it is that you can do, do it. It's going to be most appreciated um, in this moment. I know that even yesterday, friends were sending me video of everyone at seven o'clock in New York City. They all yell and scream out the window. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Go and cheer for their healthcare workers. I thought that was so beautiful. Um, you know, we have to be grateful for everybody that's sacrificing right now. And... Um, and so, yeah, that was pretty cool to to go to bed with it's last dope. night. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, I texted one of my friends who who sent in a donation, and I was like bawling. I'm like, thank you for what you did because we can go to sleep tonight knowing that we helped. And it just, you know, it feels good. It feels good, and that's what life's about. 
feeling good, doing good stuff. Doing good. Being better together. Being better together. We are better together. And uh, and today, we have a really great show for you um, with Gabby Bernstein. I'm really, really excited. We, um, we pre-taped the interview, and so um, it is not officially live, but... Um, I'm really excited. That is who you are um, going to be hearing today. And that is no April Fool's joke. Um, so um, hang in for that. In the meantime, I wanted to share a couple of things. So um, people still, shockingly, are not um, respecting the lockdown, Stephen. They're not isolating, no. And it really pushes the finish line. <laughs> And so uh, there was a an article in The Atlantic that offers four possible reasons, which I thought were kind of interesting. So the first is ignorance. Um, the first has to do with simple ignorance. For those of us who have spent the past few weeks obsessing about every headline regarding the evolving of the crisis, it can be easy to forget that many of our fellow citizens simply don't follow the news with the same regularity, or they tune into radio shows and television networks that have shamefully been downplaying the extent of this. And it's not even just that, because as you know, there were governors who were like, go out and have fun and, you know, patron these these spots. And so the mixed messages that leaders um, gave leading into, you know, uh, this crisis makes it really confusing. And I know even our friend Joe had no clue. I'm the one who had to kind of shake them up and be like, are you not watching the news? So people don't watch. The second reason that people could be um, disrespecting the lockdown is selfishness. The second explanation, of course, is selfishness going out for trivial reasons. Like we mentioned yesterday, one of my friend's colleagues just wanted to go to Target to look around. Uh, Not really a good reason. So going out for trivial reasons imposes a real risk on those who will likely die if they contract the disease. Um, so for those of us who are far, far more likely to survive, it is from a purely selfish perspective, less obviously irrational to chance such social encounters. The third reason is lack of immediacy. The third explanation has to do with the human tendency to make sacrifices for the suffering that is right in front of our eyes but not the suffering that is distant or difficult to see. So the philosopher Peter Singer presented a simple thought experiment in a famous paper. If you went for a walk in a park and saw a little girl drowning in a pond, you would likely feel that you should help her, even if it would ruin your fancy shirt. Most people recognize a moral obligation to help another at relatively little cost to themselves. Then Singer the philosopher imagined a different scenario. What if a girl was in mortal danger halfway across the world and you could save her by donating the same amount of money it would take to buy that fancy shirt? The moral obligation to help, he argued, would be the same. The life of the distant girl is just as important as the cost to you just as small. And the cost to you is just as small. And yet most people would not feel the same obligation to intervene. Interesting. The fourth reason, lack of moral adjustment. Everyone knows that guns are dangerous, lethal weapons. If I asked you to raise a gun and point it at a stranger's face, your heart would probably start to race in protest. But most of us have grown up in a world in which the decision to grab a coffee from Starbucks or to meet a friend for a chat was not frightened with deep moral significance. No matter how dangerous such actions might be right now, they feel completely benign. Our moral instincts have not been honed to guide us well in this extraordinary crisis. 
All of us are having trouble adjusting to a world in which leaving our own house for frivolous reasons carries the risk of manslaughter. That was from The Atlantic. Woof. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot to uh, a lot to take in. Hopefully, um, I heard that the governor of Florida is finally locking down Florida. I haven't seen that. Yeah, um, I saw that today. There's there's a lot of new changes going on today. India has itself a problem now because there was a huge gathering of six thousand people for a prayer service, and now the government's trying to track down everyone who attended and trace them because there was several cases of the virus at the service. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of lots of updates every day. Yeah. Well, here's what we can do. <laughs> Stay inside. <laughs> and uh and heed the warnings. And so um we're going to do the best that we can with the information that we have and that's all we can ask and all we can do. Um and try to um Try to envision, like one one of the things I'm doing at night is envisioning a swift resolution to this, even a miracle where it just poof disappears. Um, You know, try to do some of that too, because the collective all putting energy into that is a really powerful thing. Um, I will say, uh, I took Max, my shepherd, for a walk yesterday, and the smells were so vibrant yesterday on this walk. And it was because I believe there was lack of pollution, right? Because I saw the stars the other night were so amazing. And I never see stars in LA. You see one or two because yeah. of the pollution. But now the, the sky was so clear. I've never, ever seen stars like that in LA, ever. Yeah, you have to go out to Malibu just to see them. Connecticut. When I'm in Connecticut, I see them. Um, so I think there are some little things like that that we can really enjoy. And then there's um, a meditation that I've been doing that I really, really love from Agapi Stasinopoulos, which I'm going to share on Twitter. Um, it's Awaken Your Joy. And it's this beautiful meditation where she has you imagine all these different vibrant colors. And then the rainbow comes over and it just like hugs you. And I literally can feel it hugging me and it feels so good. And I know you're probably like rolling your eyes in the back of your head, Stephen, but, um, it's six minutes and I do it under this orange tree where the blossoms are blossoming and I can smell them and it feels so good. And so, um, you know, uh, a little meditation practice, even six minutes a day will help you to release some of the, the negativity that we're seeing and the, um, the fears that we're feeling. And if that isn't enough, our guest today is going to do a few different practices with us. It is probably the most Zen interview I've ever conducted. <laughs> it's not an interview. Like, I hate to say that because I'm not really interviewing people. It's not like I'm looking at questions and stuff, but it's like, it's a chat. And it really was just me and Gabby chatting and, um, and, and we're all trying to get through this together and we're trying to be our best selves together and, um, and trying to pass the time in as many positive ways as we can and make use of this time, whether it's to spend more time with your family, get to know people better, fix problems that have been coming up in your life. Like if you haven't really spent the time, make a list of where you bump your head every day. What things have been driving you crazy every day in your daily life? And start to attack them, whether it's your kitchen cabinets are a mess or your car is a mess or, you know, you really have needed 
to focus on um, a space for you to get your work done. This is the time to try to attack these things so that when you come out of this and we will come out of this, um, you are ready to go. And, um, you know, we've never had a time like this in our lives. We've never, ever all shut down. Um, the most we get is maybe at the holidays, there's a, a bit of a shutdown in a sense, but we fill it with so many things. And even Thanksgiving, like Black Friday used to have Thanksgiving be the time where everything closes and now everything's open more than ever. Yeah. And so it's it's an unusual time. And I mentioned this in, in the interview with Gabby or the chat with Gabby. It's like, we've never, ever had the entire world shut down. Like, we're not traveling. We're not... Um, we're not doing anything, um, but staying in our homes if we're doing the right thing. And so use this time and, um, make the most of it. And so I have always, when I used to go on vacation, I would make a list of the things of where I was bumping my head, what was driving me nuts, what was stressing me out so much. And I make the list and then I would come up with solutions on that flight. And if I didn't come up with them on the flight, I would have epiphanies on the trip or on the flight home. And that was how I would reset myself. So this is a major reset in a lot of ways for people. Um, Take that time to make that list and come up with solutions for yourself and for your family. Um, And, you know, it's funny. We did this whole practice with Gabby yesterday and I texted her and I said, huh, my dad's blood sugars were perfect last night. It was the first night I've slept in a while all the way through. And I think the practices we did really, really helped. And so I hope it helps you. I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, here is my chat with my friend, Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein, our guest today is, uh, gosh, one of my favorite people in the world, world world-renowned motivational speaker, life coach, thought leader in spirituality. She's here to bring us some much-needed light Uh, She was featured in the New York Times as a guru for the next generation. And in the last decade, she's written nine books, including bestsellers like Spiritual Junkie and uh, May Cause Miracles. Ladies and gents, my friend Gabby Bernstein, how are you? Hi, my friend. Coming to us from Connecticut. (laughs) Happy to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be with you. This has become my, my source of sanity every day is and this is how I'm catching up with friends too. I'm like chatting with them and sharing information and helping each other and um it's definitely uh, a crazy time. Oh my god, is it a crazy time? Yeah, it really is. But it is there is something beautiful about all the connection that is happening cuz how many how often do we connect with the people that we're actually connecting with now cuz we're going out of our way. It's so nice. I know. I was talking to my best friend yesterday and she said I have been notoriously a texter and now I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling people. Right now she's like a FaceTimer or something. <laughs> yeah. Now she's like, I, if you text me, I'm calling back and, and not me. She means the, you know, people in general. And, you know, I feel like there are so many beautiful things. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me. I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Things that are coming out of this. So I have to ask you being our, our guru, how are you handling kind of the emotions of all of this and the, the tragedies and the difficulties of all of this? Because I find it difficult to constantly be in a positive space and, you know, and we're more blessed than others. And so, you know, there's so many things to take into consideration. Um, how are you kind of grappling with all of that? Well, I'm actually not, I'm actually letting myself feel everything. I am very aware of my misalignment, which is what I would call it. The feelings of being out, out of alignment with the sense of peace or a sense of joy or a sense of uh, spiritual connection. I know intimately what it feels like to be out of alignment. And so right now I'm just witnessing my misalignment. I miss it. I'm, I'm witnessing, uh, the feelings and the exhaustion and the sadness, the the true sadness. You know, we saw um, Hoda react to that video, and it's it's been a similar experience for me. I've just I'm just not holding back on my on my emotions at this time because it's it's just what's true. And so I think that this isn't a time to try to force ourselves to be in a better place. It's a time to honor where we are. And then, of course, to use our tools, whether they be spiritual tools or personal growth tools, to come back to a place of center so that we can have a sustainable momentum at this time. Because while I'm saying in the same breath that I think it's very valuable for us to feel into our feelings and honor our feelings, I also hope that people don't become so overwhelmed by their feelings that they become immobilized or um, stuck in, in a uh, a feeling of fight or flight or get so uncomfortable with those feelings that they go back to addictive patterns and start acting out. So it's it's just, it's a balance between honoring how you feel and then using your tools to bring your back yourself back to serenity as often as you can. I like that. I feel like I've kind of been doing that, but then I, I start to wonder if, um, you know, it's too much of a roller coaster. So um, you know, I get, I get really sad when I think of, you know, certain things that people are dealing with right now, whether, you know, they're having to cut back on meals or, um, losing loved ones and not being able to say goodbye. But then at the same time, I'm like, I'm trying, I'm meditating, I'm doing everything I can so that at least I can balance some of it off. And it makes me feel good to know that, um, that it's not just me. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting it's an interesting experience to be at home, right? Cuz there's there's some there's 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 
it's probably incredibly difficult to be a hospital worker or someone who is having to work at this time with the fear of getting sick and the fear of, and, and the witnessing of all the things that are happening. But there is something else that's happening for those people, which is that they're living in purpose. They have somewhere to go every day. They have something to show up for. They have a fight to fight. And whereas anyone that's at home, and, and by no means would anyone at home want to trade their scenario, right? But uh, th- they do have a, a, a reason for for getting up every day to save lives and to be part of the solution. And so the question to ourselves, those of us who are at home listening, is how are we going to be part of the solution right now, even though we're not showing up physically? So, you know, you're being a major part of the solution, donating masks and uh, doing your podcast and showing up as you do as, you know, you're, you're a journalist and you're using that skill right now to not only report the truth, but also report positive information as well. I mean, you are living in your miracle worker presence. And I know that that's probably helping you sustain your energy at this time. And so even if you don't have a podcast platform and a journalistic background or uh, the the fame to raise money for something, you can show up in your own ways. And so the, the ways that I would like to acknowledge are first and foremost, how do you show up energetically in your home, on your social media, in your in your bedroom at night? whether you're home by yourself or you're with your children and a family, how are you bring? what kind of energy are you bringing to each day? Because the, we can't underestimate the power and the chaos of the collective fear. Mm -hmm. So I believe that when we're on a spiritual path, we have the ability to be a spiritual activist and use our practices to, be part of the spiritual solution, which is to ground our own individual energy. And I believe that the more people that get grounded, the more solutions will arise, the more masks will get donated, the more, you know, the more children will walk away from this, not having any post, you know, PTSD, right? Like we can be part of the solution right now in our, in our homes. I think that's really important because I find myself in a situation where I wish I could do more, I wish I could go out and help these doctors and nurses and be there to support them in any way and cook for them or do something more. Um, and at the same time, I know I can't because I will compromise my parents. And sometimes you have to just think of your individual situation and think, I th- and I think you have to look at that as enough if you're protecting the people that you love um, that that can be enough too. Well, it's interesting, right? Cause this is one of those things that we, that us actually physically showing up is actually detrimental, right? Yeah. So protect the world by protecting ourselves. And I think that that's such a huge message that really had to, has to be instilled right now that, that the more of us who do stay home and, you know, even if you're just sitting home and watching Netflix, you're actually part of the solution right? That's a good thing. Stay home, chill, watch Netflix and eat whatever you have to eat because that's being part of the solution. Mm-hmm. The, solution the solution has to come from that stillness and that isolation because we, you know, anyone that's, that's trying to go out or, or do something active physically in the world that's going to, they think maybe having an impact is actually uh, detrimental. So, you know, we have to do what's most necessary right now is just stay home. And, you know, I think that I think that this is an experience where we have an opportunity, and I use that word a lot right now, to cultivate a different type of life. 
How are we going to be more mindful of how we spend? How are we more mindful of how we eat? Or how are we more mindful of how we meditate and pray and connect to our loved ones? Their priorities have become so different. So it's just, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting opportunity. How do you think your life is changing and will change for good, maybe even after this? So many ways. Well, I usually have um, childcare during the weekdays because my husband and I work from home and we have a 15 month old. We have an excellent uh, nanny who is also part of our family at this point. And she comes every day and then goes back to her family. But because she has family at home and, you know, her, her husband that has to go to work and we just, you know, we couldn't take the risk, right? It's any person that comes into her home could have, you know, who knows what's going on right now. Yeah. And vice versa to her. So we we are you know, continuing to fully pay her and keep her as part of our family forever and keep that going for this period of time, but we don't have childcare. So w- while that's happening all around the world, and I think that the blessing in that for any parent is just this, you know, when you work five days a week throughout the day, whether your kid has a, 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 an in-home Childcare, or they're at day, you know, daycare, or they're at school. You don't experience them day in and day out. You see them in the morning, you see them at night, you see them on the weekends. But right now, we all have this really neat opportunity to have a deep bonding experience with our children. So I've gotten closer with my son in the last two weeks than I have the whole time because I'm just—it's just me, it's him, it's Zach. That's what we got. You know, this is our world. So there's this deep bonding that's happening. And I will never be the same as a result of that. And he will never be the same. And it's an amazing experience, especially as I shared with you in your community that I went through postpartum depression. So, you know, the bond was, was, was tough when I was suicidal, right? Yeah. So really have this period to, to recreate that is beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So that's a good one. And then like, I think the people that are running a business right now have an interesting opportunity because while you may not be earning as much or at all, you can find out where you're, where you're leaking money, right? We found a lot of money today when we were looking at our, you know, what, what, where we were spending that wasn't necessary Mm -hmm. because when everything's good, you know, you might not be thinking about that extra money here and extra money that we found a lot of, we found like two salaries, you know, today not because of people that we laid off, but because of people that we could be hiring as a result of what we were spending, you know? So um, that's, that's a big, that's a big win. And I think that that's something that anyone in their budgeting could look at, you know, where have I been spending unnecessarily and how can I live more simply? How can I run my business more simply? I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria. My mom would say in her Greek accent, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Uh, it's a very 
empowering, kind of exciting thing to look at. Yeah. I found the same kind of thing happen too. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, we don't think about it when, when the economy's bumping and all this stuff, but we should be thinking about it all the time. Why waste? We shouldn't waste. Yeah. We shouldn't, we shouldn't waste food. We shouldn't waste time, you know? So it's important to look at these things. And then I, I think that the biggest blessing is that right now is a time where I pray more people find their way to a personal growth path or a spiritual path because it's required of us in these times. We will go mad without some kind of anchor. So I'm going to do my part, which is to contribute tools and practices. I'm happy to share things here with you and, and just encourage people to tune in because that's where you can create a sustainable energy. I mean, the only way I'm getting through full-time mom, full-time boss, finishing a deadline for a book and everything else I'm doing is through my meditation practice twice a day, 20 minutes, twice a day. Are you doing TM? I forget. Yeah, I do TM. Yeah. And it's the most regulating meditation practice for me. Anyone that doesn't know transcendental meditation, it's a mantra based meditation and you meditate with the mantra for 20 minutes. And whenever your mind wanders, you return to your mantra. And what I love most about it, and I've been trained by the David Lynch Foundation, which is a beautiful place to get trained. Uh, what I love most about TM is as soon as I lie down and start repeating my mantra, I feel my whole body release. I feel like this, this slow titration of like a, a, a sizzling out of energy. You know, the, all this st static, fr frantic energy starts to, to titrate slowly. You lay down when you meditate? I lay down to the point of like lean back mm -hmm. in a chair. So like I don't lie flat because you'll fall asleep and that's okay if you're trying to fall asleep. But to have an active meditation, to be sitting up in some form, but I sit up in a rec recline, if that makes sense. Got it. Um, you're going to be very relaxed when you do TM. Yeah, for sure. I actually just went back to it the other day and I really liked it. Do you set an alarm for yourself? How do you know? No, the more you do it, the more you have an inner alarm that happens. So just trust. Maybe you meditate when you don't have something within that hour and see, you'll see if you set the intention to, to stop in 20 minutes, you will. Yeah. How are you handling um, how much news you're taking in right now? Oh, girl. The negativity diet, Gabby. <laughs> I, 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 it's almost like a sick addiction too, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like you want to know more and you want to see what's going on. And, and then there's an addiction to social media right now. It's just like, you know, it, it, it's a weird thing that I've been witnessing. I have a rule that everything's off at least one hour before I go to bed turn off the phone, turn off the computer, turn off everything and put it in a different room. Turn it all off, power down. So I'm lying in bed and I'm looking at that phone right before I go to sleep. I won't sleep. Yeah. In the middle of the night. So I have to really be super conscious of what's working right now and what's not working. And what's not working is overload of media. Yeah, for sure. Do you find it hard to be a voice of positivity right now where, no. where people are 
um, you know, I'm sure can be negative and, um, or do you just not listen to them? I am not finding in any way, shape or form that it's hard to be a voice of positivity right now. I, the second that this all unfolded, I just felt such a roar within me that was like, step it up, girl, and created a, have been creating more content in the last two weeks to support people than I have in months, you know, and just, just, you know, using this microphone that my husband got me so that I could start making meditations and I'm going to send you this affirmation meditation that I made that we can give your people. It's so beautiful. Yay. It's I would love that. Beautiful meditation. I, I just sat down five minutes, channeled this beautiful affirmation meditation, put it to music within an hour as my editor did that. And then it was just like epic. So I'm giving that away. Um, I did, you know, I created this hour long anxiety relief training and I can share some of the tools with you guys today. I, I'm not finding that it's, that it's hard to be a voice of, of inspiration at this time, because I feel like I've been training for 15 years to do this, right? Even longer mm-hmm. than when I was a mess, right? It was still in training. So I've been, tra- I've been in training to show up, right? So it's, it's like you, I've been, I've been mastering these methods for myself. I've been writing them in books. I've been sharing them in talks. And now is the time, is the time that we need the most. So I'm, relying on them more than ever for myself and then helping to encourage people to rely on these methods and tools for themselves right now more than ever. Our prayer, our meditation, our the power of our positive thinking is required of us now and our ability to feel our feelings and and then allow them to to shift and 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 move. It's all it's required of us right now. So what are those anxiety tips and and um, you said there was something else attached to that anxiety and something. Anxiety like. relief. Relief. Yeah. Okay. So I have uh, one that I think is really powerful when you're feeling overly anxious uh, is to do what is called the VU breath. And you, we can do it together right now. So you breathe in fully and completely breathe in. And on the inhale, you extend your diaphragm and hold that breath for a moment. And on the exhale, you chant. All the way out, all the way out. Hold it. And then as, as naturally as possible, breathe back in full belly breath in. Hold it. And and then you would repeat that. You want to try it? And you empty it all out, right? You would go and all the way out. Empty it out. Nice word. Yes. Empty My back it all cracked out. so much uh, in that. <laughs> not only do you empty it out, but then you also uh, take a beat and let it come back in. But you want to feel a resonance in your belly. You want to feel like a vibration in your belly. And what this does is it stimulates the vagus nerve, which regulates your nervous system, calms your energy. Uh, you actually relax your your gut. So often when we're stressed or anxious, our gut can act out. So you're, this could be very helpful if you're having gastro issues. And it's just, it's something I like to do before bed. And you can also just do it at any moment in the day. Just start love vooing. That. Yeah, I'm going to be vooing after this for sure. Yeah. That's such an easy thing to do. 
It, it is easy. That's what I was trying to do. My intention is to give people easy practices. Another practice is to, if you're feeling like you are in a panicked state, you can tap on this point. It's an emotional freedom technique point called the gamut point. And I often refer to it as the holy shit point. <laughs> when when things are hitting the fan, you hit this one. So That's it's in between like, the last two knuckles Yes, by your pinky. Pinky and your ring finger. There's like a little bit of pressure there that you can press on and you can simply say as you, as you tap i am safe i am safe i am safe does it matter which which hand now same thing on age i am safe i like that and uh you can also do a hold there's this uh, beautiful practice of putting your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly and just breathing in and exhaling and releasing. I go to bed like this. Yeah, it's something that we often do naturally. I do the same. Yeah. And it that hold just starts to regulate you. Yeah, it, it really calms me down so much at night if I do that. And mm-hmm. and I'm pretty much saying I am safe in that um in that yeah. scenario. Okay, so so I am safe in between the two knuckles, ring finger and pinky. Was there another one? The the hold. So we've got the hold, the, the stomach. Oh, yeah. Your stomach, your left hand to your heart. And you just can breathe in deeply and exhale completely. And you can just close your eyes and just say, I am safe. You can say whatever you want. I am loved. I'm supported. I am well. Okay. I uh, have also been just doing a lot of energetic clearing and protection. What does that look like for you? You know, I like to do a cord cutting. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Meditation, which can be sort of heady for some newcomers here, but we can do it. You want a cord cut? Let's cord cut. I really really feel like this would be good for you right now, Maria. I'm going to do it for you right now. And everybody else can borrow the benefits by just, just experiencing, just going along with it for yourself. Okay. Okay. But but this is for you. I'm just holding you in my intention at the moment. Okay. Okay. So everybody close your eyes. If you're not driving, close your eyes and place your hand on your heart, any hand. And identify any area in your body where you may be holding some tension or stress or discomfort. And just don't think, just recognize that part of your body. And then ask yourself, where am I feeling attached 
Is it with a partner? Is it with a friend? Is it with someone attacking you on social media? Is it just feeling that there's some kind of attachment to people right now, social media people, or Maria, in your case, just people needing from you? And, and even though it's a positive need, all these people all throughout the world, it's also a hook that's in you and draining you. So recognize, is this a cord that's a strong cord that is attached to you? And that would be the case if it's a personal relationship, someone that you know intimately. If it's not a personal relationship and you feel some kind of energetic attachment, you can think of it as a bungee cord hook that's just kind of slightly hooked into you right now that you could very effortlessly flick away. So identify those cords and those hooks and take a deep breath in and let it go. And right now we call on the support and guidance of Archangel Michael, who has a very large sword. And he's going to help us right now with the cords. Identifying any area of your body where you feel that hook, that cord, that attachment, or where you feel that tension, that stress, that resentment, that anxiety towards a human or a experience or a storyline that's really hooked you in. And we ask Archangel Michael now to lift his sword and cut that cord and witness that cord falling to the ground as it is transmuted and recycled by Mother Earth. Then you send the cord back to the other individual and you see it become golden light. Sending that energy back to them. It is not mine. I release it now. And then you heal your own energy by placing that hand on your heart and just seeing golden light pour through you. And now we want to just get rid of all those little hooks. So imagine that you can just flick these little bungee cord hooks off of you and identify wherever they might be on your body. For me, they wrap around my pelvis and my upper, my upper back. And so I just flick them off. Just flick the little bungee cords off right now. Go one by one. You have the power to just release them. And these bungee cord hooks could be from people on social media. They could be from, from the stories you're hearing on the news. They could be from somebody that you don't know, but you've felt attacked by them online. Whatever it may be, just flick it off, flick it off, flick it off. And send that cord and that bungee cord back to them now and say, this is yours, it's not mine. And see that cord dissolve into golden light. Place your hand back on your heart if it's not already there. And breathe in and receive all that energy and that clearing and that golden light. On the exhale, let it go. And taking another deep breath in, feeling all that golden light come through you, heal you, protect you. And on the exhale, let it go. And then another deep breath in, let that light heal you and protect you. And on the exhale, let it go. When you're ready, Open your eyes to the room. Do you want to hear the funniest thing? Yeah. The person that I was cutting cords with just now is like texting me. (laughs) Stop it. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Man, they're hooked. You know, I got to cut those cords again. (laughs) Mark Angel Michael didn't really slice that as good as he could have. Or maybe they're calling to say something positive because you did cut them because you send the golden light back to them, right? Doesn't yeah, mean that you can't have contact just, with them. Yeah, maybe they're just feeling the peace. That they felt released, that energy. Or that I have released them and I am released. 
So yeah, I feel like I feel like Maria, that would be a good thing for anybody like Maria <clears throat> who feels like they're putting a lot out right now. Or if you're just putting a lot out, <clears throat> not just publicly, but also putting a lot out like she is for yeah, her nurses, family. Nurses, doctors, everybody. You need to cut those cords every day, baby. We all do. Do you do this often? I do this every day. Really? Wait, <laughs> if I... Okay, what is Gabby Bernstein's everyday rituals that are non-negotiable? Yeah. So right now that I have updated them, every morning I wake up and I say to my husband, this is part of a method from my book, Super Attractor, which is called the Daily Design Method. I just took half of it. And we ask each other, how do you want to feel today? And what do you want to give today? Every day you do this. Yes, when we wake up. And then I listen to my affirmation meditation because it's the only meditation I've ever created that I listen to regularly. So weird. I don't know. I just never, I was always like these, I don't want to hear my own voice. This is like my, one of my team members, like it sounds like gold is coming through your voice. And so I'm letting that gold come through right now. And I live for this meditation. I'm gonna I can't wait. Yeah. And I'll give it to you to give to you, everybody in the show notes. It's so nice. So that's that. And then I, uh, begin my day and feed feed my fam. But then I always have a non-negotiable 130 meditation that I've actually enforced as a as a team building exercise. My entire team now has in our master calendar 130 meditation so that we all don't schedule anything for 20 minutes at that time and we go do whatever meditation we need to do. So that's our meditation break. And then I meditate in the afternoon whenever I can. Because right now my schedule is wackadoodle. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding the time when I kind of, when I had the childcare, I could just do it. But now I have to really find the time. I also have a four mile walk uphill that I do with my son every day at 3 p.m. And I did it, I kind of did it right on my way over to you guys. So I'm like kind of sweaty in this call. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then before bed, I say prayers for the world. And that's my non negotiables. Wow. And then you're still productive somehow. <laughs> Actually makes me more productive. I believe that we can speed up by slowing down. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's why this pause had to happen is to show people so much. You know, we're seeing, like you said earlier, things that we don't need. We're seeing um, things more clearly. We have more clarity in our relationships and our businesses um, things that we were just flying by because we were just so busy now is sticking out like a sore thumb. And so I think, and I hope that this kind of time that people have, and some people have more than others, you know, there are still very busy individuals right now. Um, and even busier than ever some, in some cases, but, um, for those who aren't, I hope that this is a way for them to get used to, um, being more still and more connected and, and realizing the importance, the important things in life. Right. Yeah. Like, don't you think that's part of why this is happening? Yeah, it is. I completely agree on a psych, on a, on a sort of metaphysical level. It was like reset, you know? Um, but this is a tough way to do it. Um, but I do think that there, if you have a lot more going on right now, then your spiritual, personal growth, whatever you call it, practice is going to be required of you more than ever. Because right now I've amped up my practice because I just 
know that if I start getting stressed, I, I won't be sustainable. I won't be able to show up for my family and my career every day. Yeah. Well, I think, and we've talked about this before, um, and it's really helped me so much is that, you know, it, no matter who you are and what, what you do, if you, if you are out of practice, you will fall out of alignment. And so you're having to do more now than ever because you're having to do childcare that you weren't having to do necessarily during the day. And, um, the more you pack your schedule, um, the more chances you have to be out of alignment. So if you don't have those non-negotiables in there, you will fall away. Yeah. And a lot of moms listening might be like, well, I just literally don't have the time. Well, it's, 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 but I used to say to moms, you know, get up earlier. And that was before I was a mom, right? Hmm. I, I always feel like, I hope that that's my truth when I'm a mom, because I don't want to be lying to people. And it is, I'm up, my son gets up at 7.15 or he gets out of bed at 7.15, he gets up at like seven. And he's like, a, you know, clockwork because we sleep trained him. And I, and he also plays by himself a little bit in the morning. So I'm up at 6.30, sometimes 6, depending on the day. And that's where I do my yoga. That's where I do my prayer and my meditation. And I'm now doing my yoga to that affirmation meditation that I created. So it's like you have to stretch time. You have to find those pockets when you have a child at home full time right now. Is it? So I had this conversation yesterday. Is it surreal to you that the entire world is shut down right now? Totally. It's insane. Isn't this like so beyond comprehension? Beyond comprehension. I can't even believe this is the... In some ways I can believe it because of the direction that we've been going in energetically for a while now. Yeah. Uh, And... I'm not going to get political. We're just not going to go there. But what I am going to say is that misguided times lead to chaos. That's a world that's about the world, right? Mm -hmm. We, we are witnessing a collective global issue that is the result of the world's behaviors, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. I, I often reference Dr. Drew's book on narcissism yeah. back like, I don't know, maybe it was like 15 years ago. I interviewed him for the Today Show when it came out. And I just, I've had him on the show within the last year because I'm like, you called it. Like, it's so the biggest problem. And, and you see it now where, you know, everyone is chasing celebrity in such a bigger way than ever. Yeah. Right. And so I wonder also, how do you feel about um, social media right now and how people are using it? I think people are, well, there's a few good things, you know, people are spreading positive messages, you know, the work that you've been doing is gorgeous. And rallying people to be part of a solution and those beautiful things happening, but also feeling so much graspiness because there's people out of work and they're scared and they're needing to be seen or needing to find a way to sell their products or whatever, maybe. So that is like this graspy vibe. And then there's sort of this other feeling of rage that I think that we may be having when we see people just kind of pretending like nothing's happening and acting like 
business as usual, you know, or making coronavirus jokes and no good. Yeah. I wonder, is there like you wrote the judgment detox and practice the judgment detox more in the last two weeks than I <laughs> in my entire life having written that book. I'm telling you, I'm really oh, no, no focused I opened on it. the book, my own freaking book. I opened the book and was like, let's go. <laughs> I love it. It's true though, because I find myself having moments and then I say, no, I can't, I can't judge. Okay. okay. So, so talk to me about the steps in the judgment detox, because I feel like I do hear so many people um, getting so angry at everyone dancing on TikTok and, and, and I get it. But at the same time, I'll say like, even Kevin was like, well, what's up with all of this? And I'm like, well, you don't understand. It's, it's people's sanity. Like I was doing little TikToks with my family to pass the time and have fun with them so that everybody was laughing. Um, and, you know, everybody's in a different place and especially celebrities feel the need in these moments to entertain. Um, mm, totally. And so I, I keep, I keep telling everyone that, you know, we really have to work on judgment and and I feel like this is a really, really important time to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go through the judgment detox. So the first step is to witness your judgment without judgment. And this is where you start to get intimate with your triggers. So you can recognize, okay, there's something that's activated within me that's making me judge. And we can just look at it and witness it and not judge ourselves for it. Because if we were to judge ourselves for our judgment, then we would just create a perpetual judgment cycle. And then the second step is to honor the wounds because every judgment has a triggered wound that lives beneath it. So we want to often judge because somebody is, is annoying us online, but then what is it within us that is activated by that, that behavior, Right. So maybe there's jealousy, maybe there's comparison, maybe there's maybe you're just so uncomfortable that you're judging because you don't want to feel your pain and just judgment's just another form of addiction that you're acting out with. So this is about honoring the wound. And there's a whole emotional freedom technique that I've created in the book that helps people get through that. And then this the third step is put love on the altar. And this is, you know, when we pray. This is when we say a prayer, we allow our consciousness to receive intuitive guidance rather than the logical judgment and attack. So a prayer is when we suspend that judgment temporarily and welcome in a spiritual presence of our own understanding to reorganize it for us. And that's, that's the one that I often can forget because I want, I want to stay stuck in my judgment. (laughs) (laughs) And the fourth one is beautiful. It's see for the first time. And this is about compassion you're really putting yourself in the other person's shoes, recognizing the ways that they may be suffering too, seeing them without all of the ego perceptions that you've placed upon them. And step five is about meditating for oneness. And this is where we would do a form of meditation that would unite us. So you could say your prayer and then you could open up to your meditation and invite that person into your meditation and send them love. Maybe you do a cord cutting meditation first just to clear the energy and then you could send them that love and send them that light. And so then 
In fact, in the book, I actually give a cord cutting meditation that really clears the space. And then the final step is forgive. Because if we're going to truly dissolve our judgment, we have to be in an energy of forgiveness. And forgiveness is a constant releasing of resistance. So whenever we're forgiving, we release all that uh, attack thought and rage and anger and it dissolves and that that helps us release any resistance to being in a state of well-being and what's cool about forgiveness is that all you really have to do is just be willing to forgive and then you can leave it up to the universe or leave it up to god because there's a beautiful message from a course in miracles which is do nothing and let forgiveness show you what to do up yeah when you open up to the desire to forgive you then begin to really let let god show you what to do i love that i think that we need this in a big way you know even you know without getting political like you said just there's a lot of um a lot of feelings around who's doing what and are they doing a good job? And, you know, it starts with the president, it goes down to governors, it goes down to, you know, individuals who are spring breaking. I mean, there's so much anger and frustration out there. So I think that this is really important to, to have something to kind of guide us through this time. I think it's, it's, it's imperative. We have to be, really relying on any kind of spiritual practice, whether it's your religious faith or a meditation practice or judgment detox, <laughs> we got to get through it. Yeah. I, and I didn't even know we were going to talk about the judgment detox today, but it it's coming up. Mm-hmm. I think people are really sitting at home just being like, what did that person just do? You know, yeah. how tone deaf is that? You know? Oh my <laughs> God. Tone deaf. I know I keep hearing tone deaf and it's true. People are unfortunately a little tone deaf in these times. It's shocking to me to see, I mean, David Geffen is Instagramming. You saw that, right? That was really tone deaf. He's Instagramming, if you didn't see, from his like cruise ship, his yacht. And he's like isolating or quarantining. and Horrible. And it's hard not to judge when you see things like that. But the thing that we have to remember is that when we judge, it's kind of like, you know, a resentment. They say in the 12 sets, a resentment is like, is like taking a gun and putting it against your own head, right? So you are the secret murderer, almost murdering yourself with that judgment. So you, you have to uh, really just, just see the impact that it has on you. It might be a temporary relief, but then it really doesn't feel good later. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it's sitting with me, but it's just, I remember that one specifically where I was like, oh my God. I don't think you're alone in that one. Yeah, it was just kind of, you know, I've seen some other things too. um, And I just, I'm like, they don't even understand. (laughs) So I just kind of chalk it up to, like I said, an immaturity, um, a flex, whatever it is, whoever they're flexing for in that moment, there's somebody they're trying to flex for. Um, that's beyond, you know, beyond all of us. But, um, I wonder for people who are, you know, really in dire straits right now, um, what can you offer them to help them through this moment? I mean, 
we know from all of your teachings and from all of our studies that, you know, we, I believe, and I know you believe that the universe has our back, but how do you tell that to somebody who has lost everything and, you know, doesn't know when they're going to get kicked out of their apartment eventually and doesn't have a job and can't, you know, is just having a really hard time. Practically, I would say take whatever government resources you can and make sure you get them. Okay, number one, that's practical, right? Uh, I would say from a spiritual perspective, we have to always be moving into a uh, solution mindset rather than a problem mindset, especially when things are really, really dire. And I know that sounds so hard, but it is particularly when things are dire, but it is the way out. So my prayer would be to give you this affirmation and it's really a prayer where you just each day just continue to pray for creative possibilities because when you don't know what's next or you don't know what to do that's when you need to rely on a spiritual force and an inner wisdom and the voice of your inspiration or intuition whatever you call it you have to rely there more than ever so that prayer of i welcome guidance I welcome creative possibilities. That's an opening. It's like an invisible door is opening. And it's a different energetic vibration than everything's falling apart, everything's falling apart, everything's falling apart. So you may not believe right now that everything's good, but you can believe that there are creative possibilities available to you. Well, and it's also putting your focus into a, a more um, fruitful place, let's say, than the attraction point of everything sucks, I'm screwed, right? right. If you think of laws of attraction, you know, you're going to attract what you're putting out and what you're thinking and your thoughts are are real. Um, So welcoming possibilities and, you know, welcoming, um, you know, a new direction, maybe, you know, maybe this was supposed to happen for you, Right. To have a new direction. The acceptance prayer. I actually recorded it. I'm going to give that to you also to give away in the show notes. I recorded the acceptance prayer. Just listen to it over and over and over again. I love that. I think mm-hmm. we have a lot of uh, tangible things now to take from you today. How many tools can I give you in one thing? <laughs> what? How many tools can I give you in one podcast? I, I, need, yeah. I need as many tools as we can get from you today because... Um, it's getting very difficult for people. And I think, you know, um, it's hard not to feel it. Like you said, there's, um, it's so massive and widespread that it's, it's a heaviness that like I will feel from time to time. And then, like I said, I have to go out and go for a walk, go meditate, um, and, and realize that, you know, it's, it's the collective that I'm feeling too. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, what we can do is I can close with the acceptance prayer. I would love that. Okay. Everybody can close their eyes if they're not driving and just listen. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity 
until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in God's world by mistake. I love that. Nothing happens in this world by God's mistake. Nothing happens in God's world by mistake. In God's world by mistake. I love that. This is true and very, very important for the current times. Gabby, thank you so much. I um, love you. Lot of, you. Lot of All tips and tools. Out into the world, my friend. I'm proud of you. Thank it's beautiful you. To watch. And keep recharging. Thank you. I will. And you um, stay good, stay healthy, stay spiritual. <laughs> And uh, I look forward to being back on the East Coast at some point and seeing you guys again. Back over for dinner. I know. You were great. I was, you're like such a homemaker. I didn't know. I love it. I really am. I'm like super homemaker. I'm like making cookies. and. No, this has been my favorite part of this is I'm actually home cooking again. And yeah. when we talked about routines, like you, you so get in the routine of going out to eat and thinking I don't have time. And so you mm-hmm. go out to eat and I'm so bored and just, just over everything. And now I'm like coming up with creative ideas every day. Well, I'm going to make some tuna with capers and maybe mustard instead mm-hmm. of mayonnaise. And I'm going to do this and that. And so it's been kind of interesting. Tuna with capers sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> mustard, chopped red onion and chopped celery, lemon. It was really delicious. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Love you. See you soon. Take care. All right. That was a somber episode. Not somber in like a negative way, but like quiet and very meditative and chill. Very chill. Um, Don't we kind of need that? A little bit right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how many amazing tools did she share with us that we can use in the coming days and, and, and create a new non-negotiable plan for our lives, right? It doesn't have to be as intense if you don't want, but implementing even one of these things into your life will make a difference. I know that um, at night I pray and I do my list of gratitude for everything that happened in that day. And that ends my nights in such a great way. And it reminds me that I had a great day, right? Despite some things that might've happened, there were other things that were awesome. And sometimes I'm so shocked that I almost forgot something huge and amazing that happened that day. Um, And I am meditating every day, um, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter, depends on what I'm feeling. Um, And so I'm going to try some of these other things out too. I like the... You guys were harmonizing there for a second. I was like, oh, <laughs> getting a free concert here. Yeah, I think it's really... When is the Gabby Maria album coming out? I know, right? Um, she's so great. I love her. Um, well, that's it, guys. That's our uh, our show for you today. Thank you for joining us as always. Um, if you would love like to join our Patreon, we would love to have you. We are migrating all of our listeners and viewers over there so that we can have... Uh, an ad-free space where we have a lot more latitude to do things. So please click on the link in the summary and join us at any level. Um, And if you love the show, share it with your friends, help us get the word out um, and, and connect more of us together. 
because we're better together. And uh, until next time, be nice people. Oh, don't forget to find Gabby Bernstein. At Shoot. Gabby Bernstein. At Gabby Bernstein. You can follow me at Maria Menunos at Stephen Lemieux Photo. And remember, be nice people. Be nice people. Make good choices. Make good choices. I'm so impressed you remember. Yeah, usually I forget it. And? Oh, sorry, I wasn't present. I need to be present. (laughs) Be present. (laughs) Bye, guys. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends, and if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you, and Finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heal squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.